What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Comedy Chow. This is uh, Mario Pisano. I'm Natalie G. Hi, everybody. What's going on, guys? How we're doing out there? I, uh, I, I've, I've been drinking an unusual amount of coffee lately. Oh yeah, you are wound up today. I've had I've had way too many cups of coffee. This is like my th- second cup, but I had an energy drink too because I was working out. Uh, I slipped a little bit of steroids into my. <laughs> oh, well, you, you did. Yeah, you, yeah, you, know. you had to. How many? Uh, do you how many cups of coffee are equivalent to one of those pre-workouts um you, you know, know what fan? that's a really good question i think that a cup of coffee is only supposed to be around 90 grams of caffeine mm-hmm. right around 90 and i drink a celsius i think it's like 140 160 oh, something so it's like, like that. almost so it's like two, two cups. cups of coffee yeah plus there's like there's a bunch of other like I think it's like arminine. There's some type of like chemical in there that's supposed to like give you more energy. Is that a type of steroid? I do that. I eat a whole chicken. (laughs) And And this is before you go to the gym. Yeah, that's right. I bite a tire like a pit bull (laughs) and I shake it back and forth and then I'm ready to go to the gym. You lift the tire with your teeth. That's how you do it. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, exactly. And then you squat. I wear wear a thick bike chain around my neck (laughs) and I grunt as I walk down the street to my gym. I hate that. I told you this once because I was complaining I mean I wanted your perspective on this one time I was at the gym and I saw somebody this was also like a busy time at the gym so I didn't think it was the best time to do this but they they did they were like pushing this thing across the work the floor oh the sled yeah okay yeah and then they were but they had like weight stacked on it and stuff and I get it but he was doing it the whole way and like grunting and all the and he had a chain around his neck too it was like a lot um Gotcha. I would ask where this is, but you don't have to. But I get it. It was um, at a gym. It was downtown, though. Outside of this, it was a downtown gym in Manhattan. Yes. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> yes. No, that's fine. There's tons of gyms. Yeah. Um. Ah. Yeah. I always there's a guy that works out of my gym. He's Jack, though. Like he's huge. Yeah, he's yeah, an yeah. older guy, and he's just massive. This guy is just a giant drumstick of muscle, <laughs> and uh, but it's pretty cool because he kind of like he pumps up and he goes, "Yeah, baby." Let's get started. And then oh, he'll yeah? start lifting. Yeah. Oh, wow. This big dude. Does he say after, before every like. A lot. Yeah. He goes. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he just he barks and then he starts lifting weights. That reminds me of Al Pacino in Scent of a Woman. Oh, my God. <laughs> or uh, or Devil's Advocate, right? Ooh. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's from Scent of a Woman. That's, this, yeah, that's it is actually. Woman, yeah. goes, I'm just getting warmed up. Yeah. By the way, how un- how unbelievable was that scene where he's driving in like a Ferrari or like mm-hmm. a Porsche and he's like, just tell me when to turn. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, left. And then he makes a left. Yeah. This he knows he knows what he's Are doing. Are we kidding? Like he's not daredevil. Like he no, doesn't have eco. <laughs> in our minds, Al Pacino can literally do anything. It doesn't matter. You know? Yeah. Well, the scene inside of the uh the scene inside of the um hotel where like you think he's gonna kill himself, that was an intense yeah, scene. Yeah. Where like he knew how to put together a gun yeah. blind. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was intense. Yeah, that was a lot. You know what? That is an underrated Philip Seymour Hoffman performance. Oh, Did you yeah. know that? Yes. He was the shitty little kid, and I think it's what is it, Harvard? I think is it? Or is it um, Yale? I think it's Harvard. I think it's Harvard and who plays the kid? It's uh, I can't remember. He was, yeah, but I remember he was like a big. He was a pretty big name back in yeah, the early nineties. Uh, was it um, 
Chris O'Donnell? No. No. Somebody else? No, I don't think so. No. I don't remember. But yes, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman played like the rival the kid to the main kid character that was like made, what was buddy buddy with the Al Pacino. Well, because I think he, wasn't it something along the lines that that kid made a claim against like Philip Seymour Hoffman's character made a claim against that kid that he cheated or something like that because yeah. he came from a less fortunate family. Um, the other character, not Philip Seymour yeah. Hoffman, but the other kid, the one that's like Al Pacino's like nephew or whatever. Right. And, oh, that's um, right. Because that's the whole thing. It was like a cheating scandal. Yeah. So it, it takes place over what, like Thanksgiving weekend kind of? Or something like, like or that. Or like a week or two before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So like, yeah, Al Pacino, they're supposed to, they basically like take care of each other. Yeah. I like how we're doing the whole IMDb synopsis over here. Yeah. So in the first <laughs> we're like scene, piecing it together. Yeah. So the first story. Yeah. It's Chris O'Donnell plays oh, Chris his. O'Donnell, yeah, yeah. He um, and then he. Yeah. He. Uh, oh, he gets getting kicked out of the prep school and he needs to like. like an yeah. League school. Yeah. It's not like a college, but it's a, it's like a. Yeah. Like a. Like a very fancy high school situation. Is that what it was? It was like a high school? school? Yeah, I thought I think it was college, so. but anyway. Anyway, it's a good movie. Go watch it. It's Long really line good. of Harvard men or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you should do Hua one time. Hua. There you go. Great. So go watch I'm it. I'm just getting warmed okay, up. Okay. Now I want to say that. Yeah. I want to say that before anything. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear that in a porn right before the guy starts sex. Sure. He's just like, I'm just getting warmed up. I mean there's there is cosplay porn so there has to be a scent of a woman somewhere it's right there what if that scent is fish excuse you (laughs) i'm just saying a scent of a woman a woman from where if it's the bronx cigarettes wow okay you were really just trying to narrow down our demographic here narrow down our audience if it's fish i would say run a scent of a woman in in east new york brooklyn newports and beef patties (laughs) 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 i'm not gonna touch that (laughs) you don't have to it's fine oh god i'm gonna keep going (laughs) yeah no that that's that i'm just getting warmed up oh boy okay well seems like you're you're all warmed up here i'm gonna gonna say it enough times it's all like listeners are just like i hate this yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna quit the podcast uh how are things going for you comedy wise what's been going on uh everything's been it's been pretty good it's picking back up now it's been it's been pretty good uh got some shows coming up i got a few dates in october um I have like, I think what I have the third, I'm doing a show at the third at the Mayfly. That's going to be awesome. I got a, I have a bringer show. And to be honest with you, I really dislike bringer shows. I think most people who, who like most comics don't love the concept. You want to know why? Cause most of us don't have friends. It's hard. <laughs> most of us don't have enough. I friends don't know to call a lot up, of people on, you know, no. like, and then you can't call yeah. on the same people. Oh, no. See, I exhausted that the first time I did a bringer show ever Mm -hmm. because I was only doing comedy for legitimately maybe three months. And then I was just like, hey, everyone, I have this big show happening. And what was I even thinking? And I brought so many people like I had friends from high school come out, which if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I am so much better now at comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I could actually give you a good performance this thank, time around. Thank you for coming and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I'm terribly sorry. I owe you a drink. I owe yeah. You several. Several. Um, but yeah, so bring, I, I have a bringer show, but it's actually what's good about it. It's a bringer show that, you know, 
I only because I know other people that are the comics rather that have gotten residencies off of this. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm like, all right, fine, I'll do it because there's, there's something you're actually going to benefit. It's not like a one off show where you have to bring five people and you're like, but what's the point? Yeah. Just to perform in front of people. Like yeah, I yeah, could do yeah. that whenever. So, yeah, um, with this one, you know, obviously you get a tape and all that other stuff. So whatever, man, it's a. Uh, it's, it's a New York thing you have to do. I'm just going to say it's the industry room. We all got to do it. Oh, no. We all have to do Ugh. it. It's called the industry room, which I mean, I don't know if that's the right name for it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think for comics, we all kind of grown at bringers and we all know you say industry room and we know exactly what you're talking about, exactly the kind of show it is. But I think if you're a, a lay person, a civilian, a show is a show. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you gotta when, remember that the first time I did it, I really thought there would be somebody sitting at a table with a sign that said like Comedy Central. Oh, that's you cute. know what I mean? That's cute of you. Oh, yeah, really? I hadn't I had no idea. Oh, at least I knew going in that no one was going to pay attention to me for the first three years. And so far, that's uh, held up. So, <laughs> yeah. so far, they're like Natalie who? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I have to actually sorry, reintroduce. I have to introduce myself a minimum of three times when yeah. I meet somebody. <laughs> yeah, every so often I'm like, who are you, Miss? Yeah. I don't know what yeah. you're doing here. We're almost 20 episodes in. You're like, wait a second. <laughs> you're like, who have I been talking to this yeah. whole time? Yeah. That's why I have to intro myself because you always, you forget my name. Yeah, and your name is? <laughs> Welcome back yeah. to the podcast, guys. This is Mario and some, someone else. Who's um, Glasses? What's your name? <laughs> uh, so that show, when is that show again? Uh, that's October, um, what is that, 15th? It's one of those. Something like that. Yeah, that's- one of those. It's a, I don't expect anybody to show up but or any of you guys no rather. no no. positive vibes please come yes if you it's can. the 15th because that's a mm-hmm. saturday it's broadway comedy club uh it's it listen yeah. there's a there's gonna be a ton of here's the lineup there's a ton of comics a kind of different comics too so it's not like yep. you're gonna see uh you'll probably find you know a few you'll find a few of them funny um and i just hopefully... remember being so nervous the first oh, time i yeah. did it i was i was shaking i remember just being so nervous um and now it's like it's whatever it's just another show that i've you know what i mean do you still get nervous uh yeah of course before any show you have to always get nervous you have to get nervous nobody if you try to tell me you don't there isn't something that makes you a little just i hope this goes well or sure okay what's my you know what's my first whatever eight jokes or whatever if there's no then you're lying like if you're trying to tell me like you get no nervousness at all like zero you're lying like i'm comfortable on stage you know but and i and i know my jokes but it's one of those things where just depending on the stakes you kind of get a little nervous where you're just like shit i really hope i don't forget this tag in this one joke that i have because you know that happens too where let's just say you have tags and a joke that you're just like shit i really hope i remember the order of these tags or fuck lately i've been forgetting this one tag you know in this joke and i really hope i remember this tag because it really ties the whole joke together or whatever you know whatever stupid process my brain comes up with well i think yeah there's a spectrum to being nervous i think at the beginning the jitters are just like oh my god i'm going on stage for the first time and now it's more nervous about technical stuff things that you've been working on bits that you've been sort of um you know editing and honing over and over and over again and you're like i just hope it lands this time because we were talking about this in an early episode i can't remember um how far back but um so listen to every episode um but uh i think we were talking about like 
how you can go into one room, you do your set and you do them and you, and it goes really, really well. And you're like, wow, that's awesome. And then you're riding that high. And then you can go to another room the same night and do the same set and bomb completely. So it's always, that's the nervousness comes from the fact that there is a level of unpredictability that's always there no matter what. Oh yeah. Listen, I, yeah, but listen, that's happened so many times where I'll have maybe like two shows in a night, let's just say. And uh, the first show, I'll, I'll almost bomb my balls off, like almost. And then the second show, everybody gets it. Everybody likes me. Everything goes well. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, cool. <laughs> I had a show last Sunday at nine o'clock and I had, a, I had a lot of time to kill. So I did a few mics before, like a few. Like I did three mics, yeah. which is very rare for me. I, If anything... I do one as a warm up and then bank on the show as like that's the second time going on stage. But this just lined up this way. So I did a mic at five at Stand Up New York and then I did a few at where the show was at Producers and I just ran the same set, ran it over and over and over again to the point where by the time the show came around, I was so comfortable in that material because I had already bombed the first time. This The second time I did okay. The third time did better. The, by the time the show rolled around, I just riffed. Like I just, I did my material, but I added so much extra riffing and like off the off the cuff material mm. because I was so comfortable. Um, so the goal is to kind of get to that point re- regularly. I get so comfortable on stage. I take my shoes off. <laughs> yeah. You put you get a chair and for I the stool my, you put your I feet up on the stool. it's my house and I just make macaroni and cheese yeah. just right there. Yeah, you just tell you just yell to the, to the bar like I'm hungry. Can you guys? Yeah, I, help me out. The, yeah, that's what it is. I I look around. I go, whose jacket is this? Can you please move this? I feel like a a really fun. It'll be this isn't like a marker of anything or a milestone of any importance, but in my mind, I'm like it would always be really nice to be able to be big enough that when you go on stage, they bring you your drink. Oh, that is pretty. That is some boss shit. Yeah. I saw, I think I saw Rogan. I saw Rogan at Madison Square Garden, right? Mm -hmm. And he had, he had a a glass half full with ice of Buffalo Trace. Nice. Right. He drinks it because I think it was like a 45 minute set he did or an hour set. Mm -hmm. It was right around there. And I remember he had, like, I don't know what happened, but he just like, you could tell he got into a groove and was having a lot of fun like right around like the 30, 40 minute mark. Mm-hmm. And literally on stage, he goes, let me get another one. And somebody ran and got him at the, like he kept going. And yeah. then you see somebody brought a full, they, they overdid it. They literally filled it to the top with yeah. whiskey. You don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that. Like they, they whiskey is a sipping drink. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah and, pl- and plus two, I mean, think about it. He's on stage. You don't want stuff spilling as he's bringing it to his <laughs> no, mouth. No, oh my god, and yeah, that, that was some overzealous guy. Like, I'm gonna fill it to the top for him, and it's like, like that's probably not even what he wants. No, that's that, that's not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ever so, but no, that was that was a marker for me where I saw that. I said, "Wow, yeah. look at this guy!" Literally on stage, he just like held it and like pointed to it, like I need another one. Yeah, they did that. I saw Amy Schumer recently, um, and they she opened the show up and or like she she's at the start of her show she was like asked for a drink and i think they brought they brought it to her in a red solo cup which felt a little like whatever but it went with the dress uh, you know i think i don't know uh but they brought her her drink and i was like that's fucking cool that's yeah great. man that's that's when you know you've made it yeah that's when you know yeah. you've made it i wanted to also uh i don't mind sharing this i don't think there's any implications about it but um do you want to know who introduced amy schumer uh no I mean, the way do I do want to guess? know. Why don't you guess? Uh, uh, Super a, random. A, a woman. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, a white woman. 
Yes. Oh, wow. My, so I'm getting hotter. That's what you you're are, saying right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Big, big surprise there. Yeah. Very famous. Very random, though. Okay, go ahead. Not a comedian. It's Madonna. Madonna. Oh, wow. Madonna. Super random. She was like, she's so weird looking now. Have you seen her lately? Uh, yeah, of course. She's her face is slowly being like blown up like a balloon. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is Botox. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. It's like a balloon with face fe- features on it. And it's a kind of balloon where like when you squeeze it, the features pop out. Well, yeah. She's looking like one of those. <laughs> like fuck a stress dolls. doll. Yeah. She's yeah. looking, she's looking like what are, they, crazy. what are those called? What are those fuck dolls called? I don't know. A blow like a blow up doll. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. When you say blow up doll, you we know what you mean. The yeah. one with the mouth just open, like oh like yeah. just open with an O. You're like, ugh, lady. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's kind of what she looks like. I mean, she was just like and she's tiny too. She's a small little thing. And these like giant pants. I was like, you look like you just robbed the wardrobe of Barnum and Bailey. It yeah. looks crazy right now. You know now. what she looks like? She looks like Melisandra from Game of Thrones when she turned back wow. into a witch. Remember wow. when she turned back into the old witch where you're like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> like, like a deep cut now. Saggy boobs. Well, to yeah. say it now. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She. um, Yeah. Listen, I saw a video of her at a nightclub. This is a few weeks ago. Like make out briefly with like a really hot like girl like at at this like club. Like they were at like a unsen, unsen, like club vip section and like you see her whisper something to this girl this like the supermodel and then the girl goes "Uh uh-huh and then they both like "Mm -hmm," and they started kissing and i was like no what are you doing she's actually that's how she stays young she's sucking the soul (laughs) out of that girl out of that poor girl yeah that girl went from 19 to yeah fucking 48 really yeah. quick she took 20 years of her life yeah easily. she made out with that girl now the girl's in menopause <laughs> yeah for real right <laughs> right away she had an aarp card they had to <laughs> wheel her away yeah they had to send her to the old folks yeah home. they sent her a life alert like you're gonna need this girl <laughs> yeah i've fallen and i can't get up remember those yes remember those oh my life God. alerts i love them they were great I, w- I wish i could have that but for like like chick-fil-a or something what do you mean like, I wish there was a life alert of a Chick-fil-A. Like, you click it, and then somebody brings you, like, a chicken oh, sandwich. Oh, my God, please. Where you click, and you go, I'm hungry, and I can't leave my house. And then I would be clicking that it. all the time, all day long. Every meal. Right. I would be doing that. I would want someone to just, oh, yeah, click a button, go get me you know, Chick-fil-A. Deep cut, and this is, uh, obviously, this is all food-related. Um, do you remember the movie Richie Rich? Yeah. I don't think we spoke about this in the podcast, that do you remember the movie? It was with Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. He was already starting to get a little bit older, and he had a McDonald's in his house. Do you remember that? I remember looking at that and being like, "That is the dream." Yo, I remember being a kid, just being like, "I want that so badly. Mm-hmm. I want to be rich. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but I want to be rich, and I want to have a a full fledged with like workers, like." My whole thing is who's organizing their shifts. But did he all didn't he have or am I am I just I'm could be just misremembering, but like didn't he have like chefs in the McDonald's? Like they were dressed up. I can't remember. I, I, can't, I can't remember. Because I, I think yeah. it was like he was the whole point is that he's this super rich kid. Yeah. Right. And so if you've never it's total 90s movie so if anyone's like i'm a 90s kid but you were born in 2001 at least go fucking watch this movie and then boost your cloud a little bit here (laughs) but yeah Yeah. i feel like uh he like shows these kids around these other kids around and he opens up to mcdonald's and i feel like it was like so fancy i don't remember yo check this out right so first of all i love this is so funny because uh 
I, I just I had to I had to Google this. So there's like a ranking of the net worth of fictitious characters. Oh, incredible. What a list. I love it. I love it because you know how we always thought Bruce Wayne, like remember how Bruce Wayne was a billionaire? Like they said it all the time. Yeah, Bruce yeah, Wayne's yeah. a billionaire. Mm-hmm. He could buy anything that he wants. Bruce Wayne was only worth $9.2 which is nothing, nothing compared to re... So, he, he, okay. I'm sorry, my brain literally like eight ideas are coming at the same time. <laughs> Think about how rich Bill Gates is. Sure. Think about how rich Warren Buffett is. Think how rich, let's go all the way to the top, let's say Elon Musk, mm-hmm. right? Elon Musk is worth what, a hundred something billion dollars? Sure, sure. Which that is, that is an ungodly amount mm-hmm. of money, right? That is crazy. He's a real person. When they were writing Batman, they were like, it's impossible. No one will ever have a billion. Mm-hmm. So they were like, let's give him nine billion. Mm-hmm. Right. So when they were making him, they were like, how much money is a lot of money? I mean, shit, a million is a month. No, let's do a billion. And they were like, fuck, a billion? You think people are going to believe that? Yeah, you know what? It's so uh, it's so unrealistic. Let's make it nine billion. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Dude, if Bruce Wayne tried to even have dinner with Elon Musk, He'd be like, yo, sit your nine billion ass down, dude. I'm worth like 120 of yours. Yeah. Like that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. That a comic book writer that made fucking, that made the Joker. They were like, oh, what's an an absurd amount of money? I know I'm repeating myself now, but still it's, it's, it's just funny to know that they thought so outside the box back in like the sixties, whenever they made Batman. Anyway, Tony Stark. Tony Stark is worth 12.4, which is a lot. That billion. is a We're lot. We're selling of money. the billion. Yeah, billion. Okay. We're talking about bees here. Um 12.4 billion. So 12.4 billion, that is a lot of money. But the amount of like shit Tony Stark, T- Tony Stork. That's uh the fucking bird version of Tony Stark. Tony Stark, that's actually not a, again, not a lot. We have real people out here with billions of dollars. Well, where are they? Where are they ranked? So Tony Stark is number four. Okay. I'm trying to think who's the anyway. So just to get back to that, Richie Rich, he was only well. This is a lot of fucking money, but he was worth five point eight billion. Hmm. Yeah, that's so, a modest so, number. So that makes sense for like his house because he had a really big mansion. Listen, five point eight billion. You could have a giant mansion, a McDonald's in your house, blah blah blah. But that's it. You can't have too much. Mm-hmm. You know, everything else has to be Ikea. <laughs> that's like that's like the Gary Goldman joke. Yeah. Where he's just like, just imagine you make a billion dollars and then Bill Gates looks at you. <laughs> I, I'm butchering this joke, but like but then Bill Gates looks at you and he's just like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's just hilarious. A billion. That's it. It's nothing like these days. Eight of those. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Who's at the top of the list? God damn it. Now, I have, to, now I have to click and just then I'm re- going to get a million. Just ru- read the names. Oh my guy. Listen, this this he deserves every dollar. Scrooge McDuck. Oh, your hero. 65.4 billion. Yeah, That's and you really see good. every you him you see him swimming in every coin of that. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. From my he yo, this is this source, this uh this list is hilarious because it tells you the character, how they got their money, oh, and I love how that. much they're worth. So some dude was like, the world must know this information. Sure. So it's Scrooge McDuck. He got it from mining and treasure hunting. He got 65. Hard earned coins. He Listen, earned it all. Treasure hunt. Think about it. 
Wow, Tony Stark defense. Let's see. Bruce Wayne inheritance defense. And then, uh, wow, Richie Rich is, he's rich. Most of these people, it's from inheritance, but Richie Rich is from inheritance and conglomerates. Yeah. So my, my guy is like Procter and Gamble. Like he owns like 40 companies. Well, that companies. was the whole thing. His parents were like rich business people. Wow, Tywin Lannister is on here too. Tywin Lannister, you got it from Inheritance, worth $1.8 billion. Back mm. in, in Westeros, that's pretty good. Who's in the number two spot? Whoa. No, 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 hold on. Before I answer that, do you know who's number 10 who rounds out the list? Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. Oh, We all call. forget about Mr. Burns, mm -hmm. $1.5 yeah. I mean, think about it. You own a power plant, dude. Sure. <laughs> you own a power plant. We forget that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Plus, he had those dogs. Remember how he had a lot of a lot of Dobermans? Yeah. Uh, number two, I don't know who Smog is. Smog? Is that from like Lord of the Rings or something? Uh, Smog? Is there a description? It just says marauding. Marauding? So like stealing? 54.1 billion from marauding. Yeah, that's what marauding Smog is. It's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know who Car Carlisle Cullen is. Charles Foster Kane. I don't know who that okay. is. Okay. And then Christian Gray, that's from the, Fucking the books, 50 right? Shades of Gray, yeah. From investments and manufacturing, 2.5 billion. Mm. Damn. A billy. Wow. How many billions do you have? Um, I have negative. <laughs> yeah. Negative $7 billion. I'll tell you what, I have billions of excuses to not go to work. <laughs> that's what I got. Let's see what's up going on. Now, speaking of McDonald's, yeah. I have, uh, I feel like I am. Uh, of the two of us here, I'm really the like fast food correspondent. Okay. I'm <laughs> keeping up to date on all things fast food. At last episode I mentioned uh I mentioned Burger King and I was talking about White Castle. And uh so if you haven't listened to it, listen to the last episode. I'm just gonna shamelessly plug at every turn. Uh, but this one, this is an article from Insider. They asked three nutritionists what they would order at Taco Bell for a high protein meal. You're kidding me. No. 100% real. They asked three separate nutritionists what they said. They were like, they were like, yeah, we'll just bring in food. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're going to make our own. No, they said like, here's because here's the thing. We it's not I'm not a big fast food eater anymore. I used to be. But when there are times when you're like, OK, I do want this, but I don't want to go completely off the rails. Are there things like healthy options? There was a. I don't remember what study this was, or I don't think it was like a legit study, but there it was. It's been said that in the realm of fast food, Taco Bell is the healthiest because it's like a lot of beans and we'll, rice yeah. of the realm of fast food, not in the realm sure, of food because altogether. It's not, it's not all fried. Too. Correct. So, yeah. The oils. Yeah. yeah. So this one uh, nutritionist picked the chicken power menu bowl, which is literally just rice and lettuce, cheese tomatoes sour cream chicken and guacamole and black beans i've had that before yeah <laughs> so have i it's just like fine it's like yeah. it's like literally it's the thing that's probably going to make you feel shitty the least sure this other nutritionist uh i'm not even going to name them because it's like i don't know about it i will yeah uh they said they picked the double steak grilled cheese burrito <laughs> no way okay or the chicken power menu bowl so the chicken bowl is the the winner across the board and then a third one picked the veggie power menu bowl and a bean burrito i thought it was kind of fascinating because 
it's like even, only in America do we have these dilemmas of like, okay, you're at the fast food place, but you're on a diet. What do you do? And the Which answer is, is never, the answer is never leave the fast food place. That's insane. That's <laughs> it's like, always like, yeah. Natalie, that's like, can I get diet meth? <laughs> it's just like, what how, are do, talking we, about how do we manipulate the menu enough so we don't like feel like complete pieces of shit? We only want to feel like half pieces of shit. Well, How do it's we like, do that? It's like everything when they like, I think, what is it, Michelob Ultra Light or whatever that they're like, we're only 60 calories, so you could beat your wife for less. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, I know. What are we saying yeah. here? So you can only, you can still achieve alcoholism, but less bloat. So there you go. Yeah. And it's funny when there's like <laughs> beef. Yeah, because I think this was a number of years ago that there was like a beef between like two uh, beer brands. Oh, yeah. And one of them was just like, we're half the calories and more taste than Coors Light. And you're just like, but this is all bad for this you. This is all garbage. What are we trying to say yeah. here? That's almost like the uh, the chicken sandwich thing. Remember the whole chicken sandwich beef with Popeyes and um, Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah. And it's like, which one's better? I'm like, I don't know. Both give me heart attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty much it's what pretty much saying? the same. I so only in this country do we really have these dilemmas. And then people take sides, like they're yeah. political parties. Yeah. They're asking nutritionists, who, which... Do you do nutritionists get have degrees? Do they? I I uh I assume they do. I, I, I assume that <clears throat> there are going to be some that have degrees, and then I believe that there's going to be some that have uh, certifications. Okay. So you could have certifications, but I think just like anything, it's all guesswork. They're sure. all guessing. Yeah. They're all guessing. Whenever I hear somebody say, "I'm seeing a nutritionist," I'm like, oh, "So you're telling me you don't know pizza's bad for you?" Like, is that what you're saying over here? <laughs> it's that they don't know how bad pizza is for you. Yeah. <laughs> Depending. Like, that's like why, yeah. I need a nutritionist to remind me that one pizza is bad and three pizzas are worse. It's like, yeah, don't eat multiple of anything. Yeah. It's the one job where the person walking in, you already know what the issue is. Basically. Like, especially if they're way overweight. Yeah. You can just go. You have to calmly not say stop eating yeah you just go like well you should start cutting out uh fast food um entirely um you should probably stop eating bread um mm -hmm. sugar and uh don't eat before 9 p.m and uh but actually eat between 9 p.m and like you know like basically what they end up doing is just stop eating yeah basically like, hey, whenever like, you get the you urge off. to eat don't don't do that just don't eat that's what you should do Imagine being a nutritionist. You go through your training, right? Certification degree, whatever. You go through all this work. You're work, you're doing what you suppose uh, in this world you like it, and then someone comes up to you and says, "Hey, I know that you're focused on nutrition. You're focused on healthy, balanced diets. Yeah. Just curious though, if you were at a Taco Bell, what would you get? I feel like that's such a slap in the face. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. So here's the thing. I'm addicted to Taco Bell, right? Yeah. What would you? What do you think I should eat from the menu? Nothing. Technically, Literally nothing. Nothing. Literally nothing. Was wait for like? Didn't something come out where technically their meat, like it can't be classified as meat? That was Subway, I think. Oh no, it was their bread. Well, and their meat. Subway's bread and meat. Their bread was banned in a bunch of countries because yeah. they were like, "Oh, this is couch filling." Yeah, it's crazy. It's nuts. Which, listen, um, just so you know, guys, hey, Subway, Taco Bell, you know, how about this, guys? How about, you know, maybe send us some tacos, 
maybe some stuff and we'll try it out and we'll we're not nutritionists in the least yeah exactly we can give you the pure unadulterated review give Um, us a year's worth of tacos let's see let's do an experiment let's do it so i just thought you know I, i i wanted to keep you up to date on what's happening in the fast food world do you know what's going on with starbucks they're changing their loyalty program oh yeah they're gonna be incorporating nfts what what are you wait what are you saying right now I don't know. I actually, I'm gonna about. I'm gonna abandon this in a minute. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, what type of like, you know, what type of I don't know investment bro so gave you that information? They have a rewards program. That's an app, right? You collect a bunch of stars or whatever as a reward. You cash them on the app. You can cash them in for like free drinks or whatever. Run of the mill traditional rewards program. Yeah, traditional where like you get enough points, a Starbucks will take over a nursing home. Yeah, you kick get to all choose, the residents out. Yeah, you send get them to, to a lower income one. neighborhood. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. You get, get to it. choose an entr- the the neighborhood to gentrify next. It's yeah. very it's all inclusive. Um, no, this is they're gonna be adding NFTs called Starbucks Odyssey. It's a new uh offer that will op- allow people to earn and purchase digital collectible assets and unlock access to new benefits and new immersive coffee experiences do you think that's what you want from starbucks like new you think like i need a new coffee experience it's fucking crazy i think when christopher columbus (laughs) was getting his ship together from queen whatever her name is it's not elizabeth but it was one of those queen mary right they said Christopher, we need you to go to the new world. Uh, here's a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And I want you to explore the new world and bring back more coffee. Because mm-hmm. No, what are we talking about here, Starbucks? <laughs> what are we even saying? All right. I understand you're trying to reinvent coffee over here. But guess what? We all need it. You got us by the teat. We, we, <laughs> we're not going to go anywhere. We yeah. need coffee. Yeah. As human beings, we need it to exist. Yeah. Just stick to that. Stick to yeah, the coffee. just you're doing fine. Yeah, you're doing fine. Odyssey. What is this? Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we need a new version of it. What are we saying over here? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be the thing that's going to. I don't know what they're trying to do or what they're trying to elevate or whatever. But I like. I'm a listen. I'm a Starbucks basic bitch. I fucking. I'm there every day. Uh, I just go for the apps. I get in and get my free coffee or whatever, and that's it. That's all. I don't need fucking new coffee experiences or collectible items from Starbucks. Like, what is happening? Collectible. Yeah, I, I I don't even know. First of all, I went into a Starbucks the other day and uh, they were like, well, you know, what can I get you? And I was like, first of all, I don't want to remember the names of the sizes. I don't. I just I say what I say. Sure. Right. I, I'm not going to tall grande because I can't remember. I can't remember. You just said them, but... No, I know, but I don't remember which one comes in what order. Oh, I see, I see. So, like, I think tall's the smallest. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. That's not... That doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I like how you're like, I don't remember, but I, is it this? And I'm no, like, the yeah. venti's very tall. That's what it should be called. Yeah, pretty much. It's and 20 ounces. Venti, fuck you. Oh, because venti means what, 20? Yeah. Yeah, suck my ass. So, <laughs> I think... Um, I, I think that... Uh, so, I went in there and I was just like, hey, can I get a small drip? And the girl, she was like, she must have been very early 20s, like 21, 22. She was like, what? What? And I was like, a small drip? And she was like, what? And I was like, a small coffee, just yeah. like a small regular coffee. Oh, you mean a small pike place? Ew. And, I, and 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 um, there was a part of me, I wish I was a suicide bomber so I could pull the pin and we all just, we all, <laughs> yeah. I go to Allah yeah. immediately. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah. And there was another worker there. 
And I was, and I, I had to, I had to say, I was like, you, do you know what a drip is? Have you heard that? And I was like, listen, I know the kids say it now for fashion, but I mean, like, do you mm-hmm. know what that is for coffee? And she's like, no, I've never heard that. And then finally there was a guy behind her that was just like, you can say drip. Yeah. He was like drip that, that it is called a drip also. Yeah. And I'm like, thank, thank God that like language hasn't changed too much. I know. Right. Where it's like, I go ahead, I say drip now. And they're just like, what you mean? My drip ill. And I'm like, no, no, no. I just want coffee. please. Yeah. Like, God, you know, it's not that foreign. It's so weird. Yeah. I yeah, just. Drip. Yeah. That's what that's it is. It. it drips. That's right? it. <laughs> that's and then like she responded to you a tall pike place. That sounds crazy. That I've heard way less in my life. And so as somebody who goes to Starbucks. Yeah. That sounds like a, that sounds like a neighborhood in upstate New York. Yeah. I live in Tall Pike Place. They're like, okay. <laughs> like way is, up where, in the yeah, trees. Where is that? That's in Hudson Valley. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? All right. I feel like you're attacking me now. Oh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. whatever. Dude. Those are my people. The yeah, tree that's people. Our, I mean, well, the thing is with you, your house always moved. <laughs> Why? Because it's a mobile home. Oh, you're such a dick. I don't know. I was, I was trying to like, I was trying to get to that point we're, faster we're and it just didn't on work. It. We're working on it. Well, yeah. so, so the guy, I'm glad somebody though behind the counter stuck stuck by it and supported you in that. Because oh, yeah. it should be universal coffee drip. I mean, did we talk about light and sweet on the podcast before? Uh, yes, we did. Oh I yeah, same so. thing, same thing. You know, there's certain lingo that's pretty universal that most people understand, and if they don't understand it, it's because you're young and you're dumb. Yeah, I remember. Um, I remember one time I ordered a coffee regular. Again, we might have spoken about this already, so we'll move on briefly. But like, I remember saying, "Can I get a Can I get a regular coffee?" And what does a regular coffee mean? Just off the top of your head, what do you think it means? If I say, let me get a coffee regular. Uh, like a little milk and sugar. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> God. Thank you. That's it. Thank yeah. you. That's my point. Yeah. That is my point. A regular coffee means a coffee. A little a regular coffee means a little bit of milk, a little bit of sugar. That's it. Little amounts of both. Right. And the person was like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude. Was this at like a cafe? Oh, fuck, I can't or remember. Like a this, bodega. Is, this is, a, this is like a, a while ago. This is like a couple of years ago. I would knock something over on the counter. I'd yeah, be I'm like, like you dude, know what? what are you talking about? A regular coffee? Can I get a regular? That yes. means that means it's just a little bit of both and that's it. I move on with my day. Now yeah. I have to explain. Let me get a little bit of milk and a little bit of sugar. Yeah. But this, I, this is a while ago because I haven't had sugar in my coffee in a while. Oh, you stopped doing yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't do that. That's yeah, I don't good. do that, man. Because it's like I eat so much bullshit all the time anyway i can't add to it i know you can cut it out of the coffee you oh, can 100%. do that um anyway this is boring we went to the san Gennaro's feast we did that i didn't think really what cool. i did first of all i didn't think what we were talking about was boring but we've discussed coffee so much <laughs> but anyway back to yeah we went to the festival um feast feast sorry 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 san Gennaro feast, feast. San Gennaro. Whoa. did you feel like you were uh amongst your people I uh or just Gen Z degenerates. <laughs> my my Italian superpowers started coming out. Yeah. Yeah, and I was able to shoot pasta from my hands. <laughs> and I um I ate I was able to eat 40 cannolis at a single at a single sitting. No, nice. I don't know. No, it was it was it was okay. Um no, it was pretty good. I mean, obviously we had a sampling Ooh, yeah. of stuff. So, uh what is it? We had some sausage and peppers from Lucy's, right? Mm-hmm. Lucy's that was good. Then we had Lucy's uh, Zeppelis. Oh God! Um, had a rice ball at whatever the name of the place is. Um, it's like Sicilian rice balls. Those were pretty good. They were all right. And um, what else did we get? Cannoli from Cannoli got, King. Yes, the King of Cannolis. And I'll be honest with you, 
the better of the cannolis I've had. Mm. That was so good. Like I am a cannoli connoisseur and the the shell that they use is really interesting. It's very, very good. Yeah, I liked it. It was like a cinnamon kind of taste. It was something, very good. Yeah, definitely. Some nutmeg cinnamon, in there. Some nutmeg. Yeah, maybe some cardamom. Mm-hmm. There was definitely some mixes in there. Mm-hmm. So I definitely recommend uh, Cannoli King, man. That, sh- that was really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was wild. Like the San Gennaro's Feast, here's the thing, right? If you're from New York, uh, you've definitely done it. You've definitely been there. I don't care where you're from. If you haven't been to the San Gennaro's Feast, what are you doing? But also, too, I've been there so many times that it's like it's the it's just like any other street festival, just more Italian. Sure. That's all it is. Sure. It's just every other, you know. Well, they did have the um, the I don't know what you call it, but like sort of the dais dedicated to San San, San Gennaro. Yeah, it's a San Gennaro. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that was really cool to see. Um, I was going to say we. Yeah, it's just a lot of pizza, a lot of I we had uh wine, sangria, like a loose interpretation of sangria. Oh god. <laughs> it was not great, but you know what? Yeah. Listen, these places they're trying to make as much money, we know they're watering shit down. So that's not that's oh not god. like a scandal of any type, you know. It's I, yeah, in the it's street. like Yeah, this dude took like leftover Welch's grapefruit juice. Yep. And was like, "Here's sangria." I'm like, "Dude, I'm getting a sugar high more than anything. Yeah, seriously, you're getting hopped up. Uh, but it was a listen. We went. It was a week, even for weeknights, popular. It's a popular spot. You overheard some people. So there's a lot of young people there. But you overheard this girl com- saying to like her group of friends. Oh, so all right. So check this out. Right. If, if there's nothing more fascinating to me when I hear people not from New York try to like educate other people not from New York about New York, mm-hmm. it's 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 it drives me insane it drives me insane because here's the thing well and here's another thing too when they say it like as if they are a new yorker but i'm like but the ohio in you is is showing (laughs) you know what i mean like i can tell you're not from here please um but no it was this group of girl it was this girl and she was trying to like educate her like little girlfriends which by the way they were all dressed like britney spears in fucking 1999 and um and and she was just like, yeah, so this is like the little Italy. This is like where all of the Italian immigrants came off the boats. And this is where they were. And um, here's the thing. My father, he uh, his his parents came in on a boat back in like the very early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from an old family. And um, that wasn't really the case. <laughs> yeah. Little Italy, Little Italy was huge. Little Italy was massive. And it was mostly Italians, a lot of Jews. And um, it's not like all the Italians owned everything. Mostly Jews owned mm-hmm. everything. And Germans. A lot of Germans owned stuff. Uh, and Italians did own a good amount, but not as many as like the Jews and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, so that's not where they settled. They settled everywhere. But what happened was, you know, people would die. They'd sell the building. And uh, Chinese immigrants, they were buying everything. So that's Mm -hmm. why Chinatown is like Mm -hmm. so big. You know, like who even knows where Chinatown starts? Like you want to say Canal Street, but it goes for what? How many? 40, 50, 60 blocks? Like Chinatown is massive. Um, So they bought most of um, they bought most of uh, lower Manhattan. So it was just funny how that girl, she's like, this is where they came. I'm like, nope. Wasn't she also shitting on the San Gennaro feast being like, it was so, like so lame. Like everybody does, like, it's just like not something to do, even though it's like one of the most important events in the city. 
that happen every uh, year. Or maybe I'm just... I think you made that all all that up. Yeah, no. I'm projecting. I, she said something about like this isn't what New Yorkers do. Oh, like, something she like said that. Something yeah, like that. It's bullshit. I don't know, man. You ever you ever hear just a partial story and you're like, fuck that person. <laughs> yeah, that's all you needed, basically. <laughs> that's all I need. But that's what makes me a New Yorker. Sure. That's what makes me a New Yorker. I if I hear just even four words come out of somebody's mouth I don't like, I'm like, fuck that person and the whole life they came from. You hear them go, so like, and you're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I can't do it. No. I can't do it. That's fair. They start talking and, I go, and I'm like, you're not from here. Well, we're glazing over one piece or we're missing one piece. I mean, we had a ton of food. We had stuff to drink. It was really fun. Um, But we made a major discovery yesterday. What's that? Well, you found it. Well, I found it first. So, oh yeah. So, uh, we we now have a uh, uh, an animal for the podcast. Sure. We have a rescue dog. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Cannoli. Yep. Uh, I know you guys can't see him now, but we're going to be posting stories of Cannoli. Yeah. Uh, and his adventures. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not he's not housebroken yet. He's no. a little skittish around people. He says a lot of things that are, might be racist. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man. So now, uh, yeah, Comedy Chow has a dog, mm-hmm. Little Cannoli. A little podcast dog. Little little podcast Rescued dog Rescued him at the, fi- at the feast, just sitting there by himself. Yeah. No, that, that, was, uh, that was really cool. It looks like a child dropped it on the floor or something, <laughs> yeah. and somebody put it on a police barricade. Yeah. And it was just a, st- it's a stuffed dog. And, uh, <laughs> it was yeah. a good, that was a good, uh, yeah, that was a good little run there. Yeah. It was, it's just a stuffed dog and it yeah. was just there. And it's funny because a lot of people were walking past it. Like, who's is this? What's yeah. going on? Like everybody wanted to steal it. Yeah. And then I just went up and I grabbed it and I said, is this anyone's? Yeah. Well, that was a good now. thing to do. Cause I walked past it and I was like, you should take that. Like it was just st- by itself. Yeah, and I yeah. had, my gut was like, I don't think anyone's going to claim this. Cause I think it was like, whoever dropped it there is long gone now. Yeah. Correct. So yeah, you, you checked in and, and I think you were like waving it around being like, I want a dog or yeah, something. Yeah. I told, I told everyone I won this. All right. That's yeah. the official story. I won this dog. Cause they did have at the feast, they on the side streets, they have like the little like carnival games that you would normally find, which I mean, are just scams to take your oh, money 100 so, come on yeah. what, are you kidding me but yeah we have cannoli he's uh you know he gets a little he gets a little uh mouthy sometimes yeah. but that's okay that's all right he's a cutie man yeah I, you know he's a he's he definitely uh he brings a lot of attention which is awesome yeah um let's see what we got for you over here yo you know what i was thinking about the other day i was thinking about old school like cooking that you used to do when you were a kid. Okay. Right? So I don't know if you remember, but I remember being a kid, there was those first things that you started to learn how to cook on your own. Okay? Mm-hmm. Those first moments where you feel like a little adult, mm-hmm. right? Whether you're 10 years old, 12 years old, 13 years old, whenever it happened, there's always those moments where you're like, yeah, man, I remember like the first thing I ever used to do is make sandwiches. Like mm-hmm. that was the first thing I did as like an independent little kid. And I remember one of the first things I ever did was I learned how to make grilled cheeses in this like cheese sandwich maker that we had growing up. I used to try to make grilled cheeses on the stove, but I always burned them. I Mm. never knew how to do it because I would always put the fire too high. Oh, I see. And I would take it off too soon. So either the bread would burn or like nothing would happen or like the cheese wouldn't get melted. So we had these uh, old school like sandwich presses. It was almost like a panini press. But what it did was it basically like it like took the bread and it like made a crust out of it. So it made it like a hot pocket. Mm -hmm. 
and uh i used to make pizza ones so i used to put like cheese i used to put sauce in it and um if you're if you're over the age of 25 you have to know what this your family had it mm -hmm. i think they gave it out to every house like if you moved into a house it, it comes with that cheese press thing i think if you're you might not remember if you're over i was thinking more like 29 20 28 29 but i remember because i remember it fully like though you started describing it and i got like a warm feeling because like i remember being so excited when my mom broke that out she's like because she used to hide it like she was never yeah. really like big in, but every now and then she'd be like we're doing these sandwiches oh because it was a thing oh yeah they well, you yeah. pulled it out it's like it's a party now it's oh a yeah sandwich party yeah because the fun part <laughs> i mean <laughs> it's that sounds like a good time to me but it, you know you can put whatever you want in there yeah. and then whatever it is it basically like you said closes it up turns it into this little like fucking burn your mouth hot, hot oh pocket. my god <laughs> like you had to wait 30 minutes after you made it for yeah. it to cool off. it was the temperature of the sun <laughs> yeah because it was uh and there was like a little light on top and that would just indicate to you when it's ready there was no timer there was no like count there oh, was no right. adjusting red to green yeah it was that. literally there was only off or scalding hot and that yeah. was it so you needed well, actually, to actually like, yeah actually you know what i'm lying it was a little orange light and it was off and then when the light would turn on, that's when you knew it was time to or take it Or something like that. Yeah. yeah but yeah, there yeah. wasn't any like in between settings. It was. No, there wasn't. <laughs> it, was, it was just like. It was not started yet. And then this one will melt your face. <laughs> yeah. Be careful. This is third degree burns. So will burn through your jaw. Yeah. Is it third degree the worst one? Right. I'm, I, I think so I'm, I think in law. In law, the first degree is the most severe, but no, in but burning, in, third degree is. But in burns. <laughs> but in burns. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. That was, that was oh God, that, that press. You still have it? I have Yo, to ask. you know what? I think I have one here. I have to double check. I know I have a, uh, a Foreman grill still. I haven't used the Foreman grill in forever, but remember, remember when Foreman grills were like, I felt like a chef. They were the shit. Yeah, they sold them in different colors. It was a whole. They had the the mini ones. You do the big ones. Yeah. The big draw for that though was that you could like you uh, could cook the fat out. That was like the the slogan. Yeah, because it's on an angle. Yeah. So you know what? I think there was another boxer or like an actor or something like that that they that they uh, approached with the grill to, and they were like, "No thanks, that's stupid." And yeah. look at that, George. It's called the George Foreman Grill. Yeah, the, or the Foreman Grill. The only one. You never call it the slanty, healthy grill. <laughs> yeah. You call yeah. it the Foreman Grill, dude. <laughs> the slanty grill. When I don't care, I, they could change the name. Another company could come out. You're gonna call it the Foreman Grill. Hell yeah. The same way you say, "Can I get some scotch tape?" Oh yeah. You don't say, "Hey, can I get some plastic sticky tape?" No, yeah. you say, "Can I get some scotch?" Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's kind of like what it is. Hey, can yeah. I get a post-it? Yeah. Can I get a post-it? Mm -hmm. All it is is a sticky note, mm -hmm. but in our brains, we have it seared as that's what that is. Yeah. That's nuts, right? That's like a Mandela effect kind of mm -hmm. thing where it's like, that's it. Yeah. Now we know it as this. Hey, can you Xerox this? Yeah. Can you copy this? There you go. Wow. I didn't even know that. That's a deep cut, a Xerox. You got to explain what a Xerox is. Oh, yeah. So Xerox, he, um, he was the ruler of a planet. <laughs> He's the next president. Him and, him and Captain Xenu. <laughs> from dianetics they uh they're the ones that want to get rid of the uh, demons in your uh in your head yeah so wait why did you bring up the sandwiches or is it just for nostalgic 
Just remember. Oh, first oh, time. Because yeah, we're a food podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. The core. You were like first times cooking. You know, my first. I think the first foods that I was cooking on my own were obviously things that didn't require the stove or heating up anything. So the that sandwich press was totally out of the equation, out of the picture for me. I was good at making sandwiches though, and I anything I could pop into the microwave was fair game. So Ooh. I did a lot of like, yeah. Yeah, we were old school. We didn't have microwaves. Um, we didn't have microwaves. We did everything like fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember one of the first things I started to cook was pasta. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Because it's very easy. Yeah. It's, it's foolproof. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember doing that with just like butter. Yeah. And I'll just put butter in it, whip it up, and that's what I ate. Can I admit something to you? This yeah. is, you're going to like, I'm going to go down a, little, a few points in your book, but, and this is even a microwave too, so it's not great, but do you know, do you remember Kraft had like the little snack sizes of their mac and cheese. Yeah. The little like bowls. Yeah. It was really easy because you stick the whole bowl in there and then that's it. Right. So one day I did that. I stuck the bowl and I think it was like my mom was at home. I think this was me and my brother. I stuck the bowl in the microwave and then I took it out and the pasta was like burned. And I'm like, what the hell? What happened? My, I like my brother comes over and he looks at me and he's like, you didn't put any water in this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's like, you need to put water. And he just looked at me like, you fucking moron. <laughs> Have you ever? And I'm older than him. So yeah. I should already know what's how to do this. And somehow my brain just skipped over that part. I, I got one as bad, probably worse. Oh, that, it's not uh, from me, though. It's from what I heard from a friend's girlfriend. Okay. This is like a very close source. So it's not like it's like my, you know, it's not like four people down the line. Um, one of my friends, his brother, uh, had a girlfriend that she wanted to make chicken cutlets. So what she did was she put chicken and she cracked an egg and put it in the pan Oof. and just thought she'd make chicken cutlets. Oh, Like, where do you think the breading comes from, no. honey? Like there's a process involved with this. She really just put a piece of chicken and then she just cracked an egg and put it in wow. there. Wow. And that's like and she just thought chicken cutlets happen. They just, just magic. Happened. The breadcrumbs just where it fell from the sky. <laughs> no, but no, but like no, but then what? You just made a chicken omelet. That's all you just did. <laughs> you just, You're you gonna just, have uncooked chicken with a cooked egg. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking That's a really that's existentially that's kind of a crisis. That's a crisis right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like did you catch a stroke mid making food? You were like uh I'll say this too. Like I, for the majority of my life, I didn't really cook at home. I was always doing something in sports, whatever, extracurricular here, there, everywhere. Um, So I didn't really start cooking continuously or regularly until we hit the pandemic lockdown. Yeah. And then, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. So that helped out. Mm -hmm. I will not cook something without looking it up first like i am really hell-bent on just making sure because i don't want to make that mistake i don't want to make the crack an egg into <laughs> into the, into a pan with chicken and hope it makes chicken cutlet and situation just, hope, just look at it and yeah. go magic yeah no i just <laughs> i like do like, my research thoroughly all of that i make sure that i know i have an idea of what i'm doing because mm-hmm. it, you know i felt so dumb like just putting that micro macaroni in the microwave and my brother just takes it out and goes you didn't put any water like hello i'm like oh yeah he goes yeah it needs you think to it just gets moist on its <laughs> yeah, own it just I produces its own i didn't milk. even put the powder cheese and it was just straight pasta it's it was- dry <laughs> dry pasta yeah and you're like what milk 
<laughs> yeah, it like was, you just it thought was, it. You were it just like, really, "What? It gets wet." Right? Yeah, and then after I read the instructions, which are printed on the bowl, by the way, yeah, so it, it could it not have been with easier. Water. Please add water. Yeah, yeah, that was literally the first step, and I was like, "Okay." If your name is Natalie, watch this video. <laughs> yeah, it's super real. Like, geez, <laughs> that's yeah. that's really funny. Um, I'm trying to think if I ever. I always, you know what? I still suck at making French toast. Oh, I'm good at it. I am trash at it. Mm. And, and and I'm an adult, right? Like I use my brain and mm-hmm. I go, all right, let me dip this bread in this this uh, egg yolk. And then from there, make sure it's soaking up and then I'll cook it. I just, it never, mm. I, maybe I don't soak it long enough. I don't know what I do wrong. Do but they I end up kind of too soft or too hard? It ends up just like, I don't think I, I don't think I let it soak into the bread long enough. So it's too hard. So when it you ends put up it... just being like an omelet around in a, uh, around the piece of bread. Oh, I see. No, that means you cook it in. There's too much egg on it. Sure. Because you want just enough egg to coat it and cook with the bread, but you don't want so much egg that the egg ends up cooking faster. Yeah. You know, I guess. Interesting. I don't know. I just always mess that up. I suck at it. I wish I was better. I I got so um, I I in the last like two years I have to I'm again underutilized but I got a skillet like a cast iron skillet and I was I made French toast in there I actually made bacon first in there nice and then I left the bacon fat in there and I cooked the French toast in God damn you're trying to get a heart attack yeah uh, well it was like it was like a brunch for my roommate and his friends and stuff and we were like all just trying to like again in a lockdown we were only visiting certain people and all this stuff so we were trying to like keep those festive those hangouts festive because that was like okay i might not see you for like a week or whatever um but yeah i was like he wanted to do a brunch and i said sure and then i i did the french toast and it was fucking dope it was awesome oh that's awesome it was so good so yeah french toast i treat it now like a dessert like French toast. Like, oh, if I, so like if I go somewhere to like a restaurant or yeah. whatever like that, I'm visiting someplace and uh, let's just say they're known for their French toast. Oh, you got to get it. I won't. I will eat it as like a dessert more mm-hmm. than like an actual meal. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good at breakfast foods. I don't I think uh, where I'm I need to like I'm not great with like. Did like chicken. Yeah, I guess I can I can put a chicken together and stuff, but I don't know. I don't think I, I'm very beginner level. That's all. Gotcha. So, yeah. I mean, hey, look, uh, with the Internet, you could literally do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, anyway, speaking of which, if we're talking about food, let's talk about meal services, guys. Uh, if you guys need a quick and easy meal, go to HelloFresh and use promo code. I wish I wish I could say that. In <laughs> I wish I could say that. Yeah. But do, do you know how natural that sounded though right now? Like yeah, that sounded you know, really you, good. It sounded like we were born to promote HelloFresh. Exactly. Use ChowPod20 for 20% off of your next HelloFresh. Mm-hmm. HelloFresh. It's food for you. I don't know. Just sure. whatever their tagline is. Sure. Do Blue Apron. Um, hey, did you ever want to shit your brains out in an artisanal <laughs> way? Download the the Blue Apron app now, guys. They have seven different meals that will all explode your asshole. Um, use promo code CHOWPOD15 for 15% off. Blue Apron. If it's not blue, don't chew. Hey, there we go, guys. Oh, God. Uh, do Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Hey, do you hate Mexicans, but you love their food? <laughs> so Go to Taco Bell now. Do you want to appropriate culture? <laughs> yeah. 
hey, do you want to go to Taco Bell where no Mexicans work? Yeah. Where they won't even be caught there? <laughs> go to Taco Bell, guys. Eat yourself a chalupa. Use promo code <laughs> Comedy Chow 5 for five free tacos because their food isn't real considered food. <laughs> it's not categorized oh, as food. Shit. Thank you, guys. I think we might have just ruined our opportunities with Taco Bell and Blue Apron. But hey, the, I don't the know. reed sounded nice, though. It was good. Yeah, listen. Uh, what is that called? All those. Yeah, man. I mean, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. That works. Do you got anything else for us today? Um, uh, Let's see what else I got for you guys. Obviously, King Cannoli. That was great. That's really cool. I think... Uh, all right. All right. I... I'll bring up something really quickly. This is like totally outside of everything. But um, we were talking about uh, you, you said that you mentioned that there's like a castle somewhere in New York, like in upstate New York or something like that, like in Beacon that yeah. you could visit. I think it's outside of Beacon. Yeah. 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 So uh, I love that kind of stuff, by the way. I love old buildings and stuff that people you can like visit. And it's like a whole I love that kind of stuff. Um, but there's one thing that I've always wanted to do, but I'm terrified to do. It's called urban exploration. Mm -hmm. It's where basically you find like an abandoned place or something like that. And then you go and explore it. Um, I know that there's one in I think it's in Staten Island or one of the or like governor's island or something like that where it's basically an abandoned um like like crazy house like an insane asylum mm -hmm. and uh but it's been abandoned for like 30 years 40 years and um people visit it all the time and they like explore all the areas and stuff but i'm like yo but there's probably like satanic shit happening there right is there no tour like without a tour guide that's the whole thing they just go on their own natalie it's in the middle like the <laughs> woods grew around it yeah oh, because shit. it's that abandoned so like, yeah it's that abandoned Ugh. i'm talking about like windows are broken there's no doors that, i don't think i could do shit. that i mean that's creepy to me and i've seen way too many like horror pseudo movies. Do horror movies or like mini docs about like the crazy shit that went on in insane in asylums yeah. like that or yo so you know son of sam right yes all right so uh th there was a son of sam documentary that came out it was either last year or in 2020 when everything was shut down mm -hmm. right um it turns out whatever neighborhood that he lived in i think it was it was in brooklyn he it was in, in the bronx that's where he was from no but the killings happened in brooklyn i thought they happened in the bronx nah they happened in brooklyn 100 percent, 100 percent. they happened in brooklyn Stand by, please um anyway there was a neighborhood that he lived in where all these Satanists would meet up in a park. And the thing is, though, it was like clandestine. So it was like in a it was like in a random park somewhere in like a like a like a cave kind of area. And from there, he met all these people. And basically, it's theorized that he wasn't the one that killed all those people. It's theorized that he had help by these Satanists and he was loosely, loosely tied to um uh charles manson wow that 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 network of um satanists were tied to charles manson so um the whole thing is i forgot that why i'm even bringing all this up but the, but the point being is like i would love to do this stuff but who knows you run into some fucking satanists and then they're like oh by the way you're next to be sacrificed yeah no it's crazy yeah i mean and and i that stuff that would that's exactly where my mind would go like you run into some something and then you know 
I don't know. Something happens to you. Yeah. Fucking By the crazy. way, the next five episodes are going to be spooky. Because <laughs> it's spooky season. Because it's spooky season, guys. I am addicted. Okay. So he actually, he um, began a lengthy crime spree throughout New York, throughout the boroughs, Bronx, Brooklyn, and Queens. Okay. So he was all over the place. Yeah. And he only killed, what, three people? He didn't kill that uh, many. No, he killed a few people. Um, He killed... Or like five? He didn't kill that many. Um... I mean, one is a lot, but still. Yeah, no, I can't. Um, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Really? Yeah, God about damn, nine. That many? Yeah. Shit. And this will all happen in one summer, right? Isn't this uh, the summer of Sam? Yeah. No, actually, or no. it. Um, no, no, no. I think it was like spread over. It was spread oh, it was over two a years. while. Yeah, it was. It was spread over a couple yeah, of years. Eight shootings that began in New York City, July 29th, ninth, nineteen seventy six. But then he took breaks in between. Yeah, like you would kill somebody and then he'd wait like and six he goes, months. Man, that was a he lot. Was like, that took a lot out of me. I need a break. No, but um, that's why people theorize that he had help because he had mentioned some stuff about that. Yeah. Yeah, like he he went on the record, I think, and expressed that he had help that he was part of a network. Wow. After he was being found mentally competent to stand trial, he pleaded guilty to second-degree murder and was six, sentenced to six consecutive life sentences in state prison with the possibility of parole after 25 years. You know that at originally when the whole trial was happening, he said that a dog, his neighbor's dog, was telling him to kill the people. Yeah, yeah. You know what that dog looked like? What? Cannoli. No, yeah. really? It was like a black and Don't brown. Don't say that. It was a black and brown, um, like a Doberman. We're going to have to give it away. I know. Well, hey, listen, if cannoli, if I come back and cannoli's in a different part of my house, Fucking that's when I'm stop. getting rid of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's when Ooh, I'm getting rid of it. That's Yo, I scary. thought I heard footsteps in my house. Shut like, up. Uh, like a few days ago. I swear no to way. God. Yeah. I thought I heard footsteps that I thought somebody was coming down my hallway. Like for real, for real. Oh God. For real, for real. Why would you even to tell me that? To the point that I got nervous. Like where was I? I was like in my kitchen and I thought it was coming from my bedroom, which is on the other side of the house where like I thought I heard footsteps to the point that I was like, calmly i was like fuck is my door unlocked and somebody's coming here to kill me so like i literally i contemplated grabbing a knife and i didn't why and then i walked and i was like hello what is wrong with and you and then there was no one there obviously and the door was locked and i was like fuck i just have a demon here what is wrong with you that you like literally go through you're at the juncture of every horror movie and you do what they do in the horror movie what the idiots do to get killed yeah, they're like hello and then they don't grab it what did you take your pants off too yeah <laughs> no, like I, started, I started having sex by myself <laughs> yeah i just started masturbating because you know how Jeez. you know how much like you know serial killers hate masturbation oh yeah yeah sex <laughs> grab a knife dude what's wrong with yeah, you yeah i don't know i don't That's know what scary. happened but i was just like yeah but again it was probably all it was all in my head you think so? <laughs> okay. Spooky and season. I don't see, there's always like a pit in my stomach when I hear stuff like that. Cause I think I do, I believe in it quite a bit, but I don't know. Yeah. No, nah, thank God. I, I really don't. <sighs> yeah. But, um, anyway, you got anything else before we wrap it up here? Um, you know what? I did have one thing about the queen. Uh, I'll, this is quick one. Um, these three, uh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah. This woman and her family ate like Queen Elizabeth for a week. Queen Elizabeth II after she passed away. Oh, so well, she ate nothing. They said she we loved dead. her simple, frequent meals and snacks, but it was too much meat. That was the review. Too much meat. Ate small meals throughout the day. Started her day with a breakfast biscuit. Okay. And then what else did they eat? Let me see. 
Eat like the queen. Okay. After a biscuit or two, they ate a bowl of cereal. She favored Special K. They wow, made... you're the queen and you eat Special <laughs> K? You're the queen. Yeah. You could literally eat like rare ostrich eggs. She especially loves when it's on sale. <laughs> special K. That's wild. Why would I have rare. Rite Aid when it's two it, for one? Yeah. Because it's stale. Because it's, it's expired. It's ninety nine. Yeah. They made a substitution. They they substituted coffee for Earl Grey tea. Um, not a fan fan of tea though, but they did it anyway. And then they, if they were still hungry after the special K, she also loved cornflakes supposedly. Wow, the queen was this. a basic bitch. <laughs> they said if they were still hungry, they would make toast with marmalade or smoked salmon and eggs. That's a real roller coaster of breakfast. That's a lot. That's just breakfast. Yeah. What are you, a bodybuilder? God <laughs> damn. How many here. calories do you need? I have no idea. They went on. What did they? Um, I'm just reading here what they ate. Um, they said that they noted the queen was such a meat lover and they were vegetarian. So that caused a little oh, bit of tension. God, I hate people like that. Yeah. Anyway, they, we're going to do exactly that, but not really. Yeah. Like, what? They ate steak, salmon and ve- venison burgers for lunch. Nice. Um, that's a, awesome. Even lunch included a chicken or fish with a salad. I mean, that sounds like a normal meal for me, but I'm a meat eater. So that's the difference. That's the difference, you know? Um, and they did a lot of like steak with carrots and broccoli, sliced venison, beetroot lettuce, beetroot lettuce and zucchini. Nice. All good things. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong with this. She had a uh, 4 p.m. She had a jam penny, which is a small sandwich made with white bread and jam cut into a circle. <laughs> okay. Sick. Or tiny sandwiches with cucumber, ham and mustard. I mean, honestly. Uh, and then her favorite was chocolate biscuit cake. Ooh, that so, sounds good. Yeah. God damn yeah i'm with it um so it sounds like they they honored her by eating like her for a week and they so... had some issues with the meat and i don't think that's where uh i'd be totally fine with that yeah no listen i think also to a part of her diet was um conquering third world countries sure. yeah. um you know stealing their diamonds well when you're doing all that you can build an appetite so yeah you're burning a lot of calories when you're stealing the diamond of africa yeah. which by the way that's been like going around all over the places that they're talking did you know that mm. that there is it's called the heart of africa so back in the very early 1900s i think 1901 literally um britain you know, Britain owns like swaths of Africa. And uh, in one place in South Africa that they owned, uh, they there was a mine that they had there that they found the largest diamond. It's like 58 carats. Wow. Well, actually, sorry. It was bigger than that. And then what they did was they like cut it down, like mm-hmm. they polished it and they cut it. So there's two of the largest diamonds in the world, in the world, are owned by British royalty. So the first one is called The Heart of Africa. The second one is Heart of Africa 2, the sequel. <laughs> no, it's not. It is. Wow, that naming needs to change. That Those diamonds need a rebranding. Yeah. And then they it's like, well, it, it, it has like two names to it because the main name is The Heart of Africa, but then there's also like a second name for it. And it's basically the name of the guy that owned the mine that okay. mined it. Okay. But this was all British Rand, so mm-hmm. it all went to Britain. Um, and... The heart of Africa is in her scepter, the scepter that she has, that she holds. It is, yo, it is massive. It's wow. almost as big as my fist. Wow. Like it is easily like five, five inches, Jesus. You know, like four or five inches by like, you know, that's three, a, four inches. She needs to get her protein to carry that thing then. You know what I'm saying? That's that. Yeah. That's what she was doing. She was doing CrossFit with that. She was doing <laughs> cleans and snatches. 
Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a bad idea. You know, it doesn't sound like a bad diet. Um, especially you throw fucking rare diamonds into the mix <laughs> as yeah. like a part of your life, you know, your lifestyle. Yeah. And it's a whole controversy because it's so funny that it took for her to die for everybody to start coming out and being like, hey, look at all these atrocities and da 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 da. And I'm like, did it? Why did it have to take her to die? Like, we could have just done this a while ago. We could have just talked about it. What do we want it to offend her? We didn't want to offend her or something? Like, come on. You know, I have no idea. I mean, for her, her passing, it seems, and I'll put this lightly because we're going to, you know, we're at time almost, but this is the end of an era of a lot in a lot of things. So I feel like that whole like keeping things hush hush and like, you know, and not talking about atrocity. I think that's all gone out the window now. Oh, for sure. Know? Oh, hundred percent. So, yeah. But um, anyway, guys, atrocities. Hey, ending on atrocities. Up? This is comedy, comedy chow. All right, guys, we we uh we hit our we hit our limit over here. I think uh, I think I built up an appetite. I think I'm gonna go eat some uh some chocolate covered espresso beans from Trader Joe's. Ooh. What what Trader Joe's? Uh, go to Trader Joe's and download the Trader Joe's app right now for twenty percent off. Use Promo code Mario is a slut for Trader Joe's for 20% off. It's a long promo code, all one word. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, but listen, guys, thank you guys for listening. We always appreciate it. Seriously, tell a friend, share. If you guys like this, let us know. Leave us a note. Leave a comment. Yeah. Uh, I, I would definitely say, you know, guys, like do the subscription thing. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever it is that you're using, please, 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 please save it. Um, you know, put the notification so you know when a new episode comes up. It really means a lot and it helps with like the algorithm and stuff like that. So people know that we exist. And yeah. then like that, we could keep on doing these episodes. It really helps out a lot. Yes. Uh, Natalie, where can people find you? Yeah, they can find me on Instagram. Natalie does comedy. Got shows coming up. I will post them there. Go to my Instagram. Follow me, please. I also post when we have new episodes of Comedy Chow. So definitely follow me there where can they find you mario awesome so you guys can find me at uh funny colors comedy funny colors comedy on instagram mario p comedy on twitter i'd be writing tweets i just started there you go i'd be slinging them jokes uh retweet me because i have none right now <laughs> i try hashtags and i don't know what i'm doing yeah i feel like i'm 85 years old touching the internet for the first time <laughs> just like one finger I, at a time i never used twitter before so I, I, I don't know how it works um that you can find me on tiktok at mario the actor mario the actor you can find us on tiktok as well at comedy chow pod you can find us on instagram comedy chow pod and don't forget send yourself some send us some questions send us some recommendations for restaurants at comedy chow pod at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you guys again we truly you know we can see when people do listen and it it, it makes us happy that yeah. we're slowly going upwards and we just want to spread the word guys and yeah. have some fun and eat some good food exactly we're super excited so continue to listen and subscribe awesome take care guys eat well bye